0: I'm lucky enough to catch up with Mark Gregory. Now, Mark, you have been extremely busy this year because uh, you're involved with Chelsea, but you're also involved with the Tower of London. I know. So where do we start? I mean, how how long ago were those projects thought up, particularly the Tower of London?
1: Well, fr- from, from our point of view, only probably last summer. They were very, very quick. They'd been thinking about it for a long time, but we only our asked to tender uh, probably about April of last year. And we only got appointed probably in June. Uh, and then we got paid to ratify the design and make sure the design was buildable and we could actually be achieved. But uh, because obviously the tower had to go through planning permission. So we didn't actually get to site until the October. Should have started in September. So the, the moment we started, we were really up against it, massively up against it. I mean, it's just, it's like doing a Chelsea gun, but on steroids, just <laughs> incredible. And also that the
0: actual winter had peaks and troughs, which weren't very helpful. It
1: well. did, it did, but in reflection, uh, we had more positives, because obviously March was very, very dry, incredibly dry. And if we'd had a really wet winter, it would have been in a world of pain right now, and we wouldn't have finished. I mean, we had a thousand lorryfuls of material in there, 10,000 tonnes of topsoil, we did... A lot of stuff which is obviously part of the legacy. So, uh, a lot of legacy, so a lot of construction of the permanent disability ramps. So, it's a huge job. I mean, multi million pound job in 30 weeks uh, with the restraints of archaeology and a lot of stakeholders. Uh, but we hit our mark, we hit our mark to the day on the seeding on the 28th of March. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it was. I mean, really impressive. But obviously, what's happened is, you know, to have an event like that, based around nature, is always kind of full of jeopardy. And truth is, we had a really cold April. Cold and dry. Did um, you get
0: frost in London in that place? Yeah. It's yes, a frost d-
1: poppy, I know. And, and a bit of a wind tunnel as well. So, the, the germination's been disappointingly slow. Um, it, it will be an amazing event, I would say mid-late June. Uh, the seed is coming, we've starting to get flower, but at the moment, if it opens on early June, you'd say, it's, I, would, I described it yesterday when I looked at it as underwhelming. Because your know, wildflower looks like weed until it flowers, and that's what we've got. So we're probably about a month away from actually looking spectacular, but I think it's great for British horticulture, I think it's great for biodiversity, I think it's great that this will become a public legacy, a public limited park, So it's not like a frivolous waste of money. Uh, It celebrates an amazing person and and that jubilee. It kickstarts a lot of tourism. I just think it's, for all the benefits, I think it's just really incredibly proud for us to be involved in that project. And, you know, I I described when we bid for it, to get a job like that in the twilight of my career, it's probably as good as it's ever going to get probably the most highest-profile piece of landscape he'd done in Great Britain in 2022 20, uh, and I think by mid, mid late summer it's going to be people are just going to be buzzing about it but from early June for the Jubilee I don't think it's uh, it's not quite there yet so it will be maintained as a long-term project that's what you're saying yeah, so all the past, all the infrastructure, electrics, the, you know, lights so the lighting will be part of the legacy and then they're going to put picnic tables down there and they're going to let the grass take over and they'll refer it to as ghost meadows. So it will be flower but it'll start to scale right down. And then you'll be able to walk through, have your picnic there. So it'll be a limited access. When the Tower of London's open, that will be open too. That's the intention, is to have a legacy. Whereas before, it was just it was just a piece of grass. There was no biodiversity in there, nothing. Would you believe, actually, what was really interesting, there was no worm action at all. The no. soil in the moat was terrible. And when we put our topsoil in, we put a lot of topsoil in. We put 200 mil of topsoil over the whole thing. And in the north moat, we brought in a lot of subsoil to create this kind of walkthrough glade. The worm action is just incredible. So, you know, it's it's, even now, even uh, the minimum we've done, we've created something that actually is, it's it's changing, you know, it's really, really good. And and we've had nothing but positives from the social media and people (laughs) think it's, you know, people want to change, you know, so people are really receptive. The fact that, you know, it's good. Landscape shouldn't be static, you know, like that. Should be changed. Should be changed, and you know, everybody talks about biodiversity and sustainable planting and wildlife corridors, but here it is in action, you know. 1,600 square metres of, uh, and we put in something like about 24 million seeds. 24 million 24 million seeds i didn't count them personally but are no, you telling. sure are you sure <laughs> but what i like actually mark is that you
0: know that i can see in your face your enthusiasm for what you do and i think that goes a long way to finishing the project seeing that they're right because you're there you're the man so to speak well
1: you know we put a fantastic team in i mean literally our compound was an island and you had to cross live walkways. You can imagine, it's one of the busiest tourist places uh, in the country, and we had no, no incidents, we had no, you know, all these lorries going in, and it was just done very, very calmly and very quietly, and we got the methodology right, and we worked incredibly hard.